0: what's up friends welcome to the skate church movement podcast i'm your host derek shadow along with my co-host mr brandon baker brandon how you doing man dude i'm doing so good today how are you doing doing super good super good yo i am extremely stoked right now this is our our real premiere episode with our first guest and it is my honor to introduce you all to guest number one my man kyle brush kyle what is going on buddy
1: what's up guys thank you for uh the
0: opportunity to come and talk yeah absolutely man thank you for being willing to be our 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 first guest man we're so stoked to have you here and for those of y'all who don't know uh kyle i had the pleasure of meeting him uh two years ago up in michigan and um yeah he runs like a skate park up there it's super sick park and some of y'all who were listening may have been up to the grind uh skate conference and kyle headed that thing up too and i wish i could have been there this year but everything i heard about that conference kyle was really good, um, feedback. So yeah, man,
1: we were stoked to have some of the ride nature guys up
0: for sure. Yeah, man, dude, they, they all spoke super highly of you and of the conference and everyone else they got, to, um, to share up there. So yeah, but dude, so how long have you been doing uh skate ministry up in, up in, not even just in Michigan, but just in general.
1: So I guess a little bit of the backstory, I grew up in a Christian home and, uh, ended up making a lot of really bad decisions like middle school, high school, um, which is also, Ironically, when I picked up a skateboard and, uh, yeah, just made bad decisions. And when I was 18, ended up having twin daughters uh, unexpectedly straight out of high school. Yeah, just led me down a really dark path um, up until I was 23. And when I was 23, I just came to a point in my life where I needed something more fulfilling. Like I had tried to fill every part of my life with everything but God and was just continuing to fail over and over and over again. And so I uh, fully, you know, surrendered my life to Christ when I was 23 and just prayed that my purpose would be revealed to me. Like, what, what is my calling? What the heck am I supposed to do on this earth? And uh, God made it super clear that I was supposed to uh, start skateboarding for him. And I didn't know what that looked like. Um, and really, I had no point of reference. I, I'd never been a part of a skate church. I didn't know anybody that did skate ministry and so i just started it in 2012 when i was 23 just following the lord's calling and doing what i what i thought Scape Ministry looked like, which for us it started in a small church parking lot, and uh, we just brought out a few ramps every week, and um, just started really organically. and And I wasn't like big on social media at the time; all we had was like MySpace and Facebook back then. Yeah, we just started connecting with local kids, and it just kind of exploded from there in 2012.
0: yes that's so sick. Eight years ago, is then it all began? It's funny how it just begins with like a couple ramps and some kids, like. That's all we had. I mean, I remember skating my driveway when I was a kid, just having like a PVC pipe rail. And that was like the greatest thing ever. Everyone from the neighborhood would come in like, let's all go skate Derek's driveway. And that was that was the skate park. Like you bring a few ramps and kids will show up. Yeah,
1: especially where we're at. Like we don't get those nicely, you know, beautifully built Florida skate parks. We've got, <laughs> you know, a bunch of wood ramp skate, skate ramps up here. And um, so just to have something different to offer something different. Um, was really intriguing to like the local skate crowd. Um, but yeah, we, when we started it, it was 100%. Uh, we wanted to skate and share the gospel. And so that has been our vision and mission since day one. And, and, uh, kind of the, what the Holy spirit, you know, brought to my attention when I first started skate ministry was, um, to use the tools that I was given to further the kingdom
0: nice man and you said like so I know like, in Michigan it's not always the most warm place in the world especially compared to Florida and When it is like insanely cold when you have to deal with like the snow and all the elements I'm sure like just having ramps outside wasn't always the most convenient thing in the world so but you ended up building like a whole indoor skate park and if briefly you just want to share like when like when did that get created but not even when did that get created but how do you manage to actually keep like a private park like that running and still have a way to keep skaters consistently interested in coming out to the parks?
1: Yeah. Um, so actually, so we started spring of 2012 and all of our ministry was at the, at the church parking lot all summer. But then like you said, it gets cold up here, it gets snowy, it gets nasty. And, uh, we didn't want to, um, just start making all these connections and, and building all these relationships and then just completely cut it off for six months in the wintertime and be like, hey, guys, we'll see you in the spring. Yeah. So we really started to, we really started to pray uh, that the Lord would provide a space for us, um, an indoor space in our town that uh, we could build ramps and um, just have something that was, you know, sheltered from the, from the snow. And uh, yeah, we, we built literally wall-to-wall ramps, and like it felt like a, a giant mini ramp. And yeah, we just we share scripture with these guys, and we share uh, our hearts and our stories, and uh, it's just been really well-received over the years. And because we are consistent in going around to these parks and, and blessing these guys and building those relationships and, and trying to connect with them on a deeper level, um, a lot of them come to our indoor park in the winter time, And, uh, so that's how, um, the ministry continues to grow that way as well.
0: Now, that's super cool. I'm, I'm glad to hear, like, I mean, through all of this, the main topic we've talked about this before is, is like consistency. Like that's such a huge thing where whether you're meeting in your own park or in the in the, in the public parks, the fact that you still continue to meet like that's so huge. Cause you yeah, had to be in a skater's life for one season, then just dip out for a few months. Like anything can happen in those months that you're you know, not engaging with them so yeah i love to hear that and the whole like show show up show love share truth like dude it's this that's just the simplicity of how easy it is to go out there and go do the thing we overcomplicate how to share the gospel so many times but with meeting skaters where they're at man it just comes down to dude just take an interest in them man. like spend time with them and and uh ask them about their family or something like that like that's those little things there just open up people to yeah, just say hey, like who actually are you? Like, can I actually receive something from you? And that's huge. So I, I, I love hearing that. Just knowing that your skate park or your skate ministry is not just in your own par- park where it's well, as you said, as, where it's comfortable, but that's like no, like go to where it's uncomfortable and then in doing that, bring them into your place to do further discipleship. Like, dude, that's that's awesome, man. I'm I'm so hyped on that. Um, yeah, I mean, one other thing I wanted to ask you about was. Sometimes whenever skaters do like whether coming to your park or whether they you meet them out in the public parks Like how do you handle skaters who maybe if you're doing like a bible study and they start kind of giving you like Some pushback or guys who are a little as we could say like you know, difficult skaters Um, have you ever had like those encounters of guys who just kind of give you a little a little fight back for whatever reason? And but have you seen those kids who do that actually come around and actually receive The gospel and receive like the good news that you hope to share with them
1: yeah i mean i've got a a few uh people in our ministry right now that you know when you first meet them and they first find out what you're all about they're like adamantly you know i'm an atheist i you know i would never believe any of this type of stuff and you're just you know talking about fairy tales or whatever but uh you know when they when they see how genuine we are and how consistent we are we're not just you know some flaky guys that are that come around real quick just to get our you know another couple points on our spiritual scorecard or whatever we're just we're genuinely there to build relationships we have i mean several guys that started coming to our our ministry in the past years um that we've been discipling and just and working with and uh if you guys see like our like our board brands uh we we do a a board brand called unlikely a few of those guys good friends of mine are are guys that you know our ministry's encountered and we've we've just been continuing to invest in their lives and uh, give them opportunities to grow in their faith and uh, yeah take trips trips together uh, make videos together and it it does get discouraging sometimes because Uh, There are those guys that, you know, they're really engaged for a little while, and then they will get distracted by, I see it so oftentimes, like with a girl or something, and that that just drives me nuts. One story in particular, when we first started this ministry in 2012, we had a guy come through our doors, like the second or third week, he was like one of the OG dudes, and he was a part of our ministry for about three to four years, uh, consistently would come, we actually offered him a job. Uh, with the construction company that I worked with and uh, we, we just really tried to pour into his life. And, you know, he just, he never like really took on to the, like took the gospel. Um, he never wanted to fully surrender his life. He always had these distractions and things going on. It was in 2017. So like five years down the line, um, I hadn't heard from him. He kind of stopped answering messages and phone calls and I hadn't heard from him in like two years. And just one night randomly, he walked through the door. I'm like, dude, like, it's so good to see you. And uh, we caught up and, you know, we had some really good conversations that night and we made, you know, plans to get together and continue talking about faith and all of that. And it was three weeks later, I woke up and uh, I had several missed calls and several messages and, uh. Text on my phone when I woke up this guy had actually was in like a tragic car accident and a car that went into a lake and he couldn't get out and uh, drown like just tragically but I made a commitment from that point on that I was always going to to be there when they were ready because like literally 3 weeks before he passed away he walked back into our doors because we were still doing the ministry consistently we didn't flake off we were ready ready when he was but i pray that you know the the things that we had shared with him and the and the conversations that we'd had and the prayers that we've said with him were actually genuine you know
0: thanks for thanks for sharing that story Kyle for real like the one thing that like stands out in my head about that is you know knowing that he came back and he still came back to those doors. And, you know, sometimes we, maybe we're searching for a skate park when walking into the doors. But I think, you know, secretly, like deep down, like we're not just trying to walk into a skate park. We want to walk into a family. And in, in my heart, like as you're sharing that story, I'm like, he came for more than just a skate park that night. He came for a family. So that that's that's pretty tight. And that's, at the end of the day, like that's what we want, like skate ministry, skate church, like this whole skate family to be is to be a community that says, like, we're here to support you. And, the, and that's why I wanted to get you on this podcast, Kyle, because I was like, I believe in what you're doing, and I love that you have been running this consistent ministry in Michigan for all this time, and it's it's remarkable. And how, um, going back to, the, we've been talking about consistency this whole time, but the other topic I see interwoven in this is integrity. That's not just about, like, showing up, like, day after day or week after week but when they come meet you, even with the difficult skaters, they see, wow, these guys really mean what they say. They're truly genuine people. And, and honestly, that's like the prayer that we, sh- we should all have. I think if we're, if we're putting ourselves on the front lines of doing skate ministry, that to be men and women of integrity, that when we are, we're in the skate parks, we're the same way when we're out of the skate parks. And, um, even when I came in here to, to work at ride nature, I said, I don't want to just hang out with skaters in the park when it's quote unquote like, my job or what it's when what's God's calling me to do it's like no like God's calling us to love every person whoever's right in front of us whether in the park or out of the park to see them not just as skaters or statistics that we need to get safe, but to see them as just you know fellow brothers and sisters or sons and daughters that are born to be loved by God um so yeah man that consistency and integrity man so it's huge
1: yeah I love that you said that that was a thought that kind of crossed my mind too you know in my mind in my heart in my walk with the Lord like I'm going to be the same person. If I see a kid on Friday night um, out on, like, if I'm out, you know, eating out or whatever, um, if I see them outside of the ministry, I want to be the same person outside of the ministry as I am in. That yeah, integrity is huge in, in this ministry and this walk.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what's going to draw people closer to Jesus. And they can see if we don't just talk the talk, but we walk the walk as well. And, like, the skateboarding community just – they crave just authenticity and realness. And um, yeah, that's what you're bringing to the table, man. And dude, we do, we, I dude, Thank you so much, man. Like I'm of for myself, dude, Brandon, like everyone over here, man. Like we just, yeah, thanks for sharing like your stories, your testimony and um, all these things, man. I hope that as people listen to these podcasts that they can realize, man, like, you know what, that's what Kyle's doing. Like maybe I can do this too. Yeah, man. That someone who can hear this right now can say, you know, I've never done this before, but I feel like can now. So that's what we want to do. So you are. You, Dude, setting people on fire right now and getting uh, some future skate ministry leaders hopefully uh, empowered through just you sharing this truth today, man. So thank you for uh, your time and being a part of this, man. And, dude, I love you, brother. I'm super grateful for you.
1: Love you too, bro. I appreciate the opportunity to come share. We'll talk to you guys soon.
0: All right. That was our interview with Kyle Brush. Thanks again, Kyle, for being a part of this first podcast. If you guys want to find out more about his mission and what he is doing, you can follow the Unlikely Skate team at UnlikelySkate.com follow the skate park at truth skate church on instagram and also follow kyle on instagram at an unlikely servant on behalf of my co-host brandon baker and myself we thank you guys for tuning into this first episode and again the more content we put out we invite you guys to come alongside of us join this movement and keep pushing forward until next time